a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're broadcasting live today from the Utah Valley Growth and Prosperity Summit down here on the campus of Utah Valley University. And, you know, for a long time, we just thought about BYU when we thought about Utah Valley and education. And then Utah Valley University came on the scene, and that has been a great expansion. But if you think that's all the education that's happening here in the Valley, better think again. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, a new medical school in Provo is taking on non-traditional approach to education. What is it? How is it helping Utah grow and prosper in the medical space? Really thrilled to have Skylar Richards joining us. She's the Vice President of Institutional Advancement at the Norda College of Osteopathic Medicine. Skylar, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, This is part of the innovation, the growth, the vision, I think, that is so powerful here in Utah Valley. For those who aren't familiar with Norda College, this is uh, great stuff at a crucial time in our state and in the country. I would agree. I would agree. So yeah, the Nordic College of Osteopathic Medicine is Utah's newest medical school. We opened our doors to students two years ago. Uh, We had 90 students in our first class. We have 135 added to that this year. And we're currently recruiting for the third class of 180. And when we're fully enrolled, we'll have uh, 180 students per year. Mm. And we'll be the largest medical school in the state and the region. Wow, that's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about the uh, the students. What is the the composition of these students? What are they looking for? What are they preparing for? So we are an osteopathic medical school. So it's one of two paths to pursue becoming a physician. We're very proud that over 55% of our students are from or have ties to our state of Utah. That's something that we are deeply committed to is, you know, Utah has amazing undergraduate institutions, amazing students. And so our goal is to keep as many of them here. We're also really proud that we're close to 20% in underrepresented minority groups. Mm. So we feel like we're really able to, through our students, demonstrate what the population yeah. is starting to look like as we continue to grow as a state. Uh, so important. That's one of those uh, wow moments of, uh, of things we're not thinking about. Again, kind of beyond the headlines uh, of servicing that uh, constituency and preparing them to be physicians and back into their communities. Right, right. We also have a number of students who are rural. And, mm. you know, we just really believe that it's important that the students that we bring in represent the communities they're ultimately going to serve. Yeah. And here we've got a lot of diverse populations moving in as the community continue, the state continues to grow and yeah. expand. And we also have those rural communities that need to have 
those kind of medical services provided. Yeah. So. Yeah, those, uh, the rural communities is another one that I think we often don't think about when we think about physicians and, and health care providers of all kinds. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, tell us a little bit about the approach of, of Nordic College and how you're going about this. Uh, again, you're two years into this yeah. and uh, having some amazing results already. We are. You know, we are taking what we consider to be a very innovative approach to mm-hmm. medical education. We don't have scheduled classes. We don't have large lecture halls. Our students are following what we call more of an adult learning model. They work together in a collaborative environment, small groups, they're watching what used to be a two-hour lecture is broken down into eight-minute videos. Yeah. Uh, they answer questions at the end of those segments to move on to the next one. And their labs and their, uh, you know, that kind of work is still very much in the classroom, sure. hands-on. But it's teaching them the importance of collaborative education. And what we're finding is it is hugely successful. We didn't lose a single student after year one. Mm. They, um, we kind of liken it to community over competition. They work together. They really see the value of building up each other Mm -hmm. for the betterment of the whole class. So it's great. Concept, yeah, and I love that from a from a medical standpoint. It seems like we've had for so long that that specialize, specialize until we've got people specialized in such narrow niches that nobody can connect the dots anymore. Right. Uh, but the co- collaborative approach that you're using at Norda uh, kind of shatters that. So right. it's not so individual focus on what they know or where they are, but branching that out. That's got to be better for patients in the end. Exactly, exactly. Because ultimately, it's a team approach when you're out yeah. in needing your health care. And so we're teaching them to do that. We're also teaching them the latest in technology. Mm. We're really looking at uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, because, you know, telehealth, all that is the way of the future. And so we're trying to keep them ahead of the curve and ready for the inevitability of what healthcare is going to look like in the future. Yeah, I was going to ask you about telehealth and how that is impacting and how your students are preparing to be in that world. Yeah, so we're, we're working very closely. We have wonderful partnerships with um, all the major healthcare networks in the state. And so we're working with them to develop training facilities in our new building we're getting ready to open Mm -hmm. in uh, the summer of 23 that will teach them how to do telehealth, how to do ultrasound technology, all those kinds of, you know, aspects of what a doctor's visit is going to look like, we're teaching them yeah. so they're ready. Yeah. Give us just one more uh, little look into kind of that new vision for healthcare. I, I think that's very much part of the, the Norda mission is uh, doing it different, doing it better, uh, breaking breaking the molds, getting rid of the sacred cows that I yeah. think have held back a lot of great medicine over the years. Uh, tell us about your vision for, for what healthcare should be like down the road. <laughs> well, I think, you know, what we're seeing as a state is dramatic growth and people are you know looking at healthcare very differently than we ever did before yeah. maybe for some it's post covid you know whatever it is we have to meet them where they are and mm. so what we're trying to do is really look at 
best practices across the board, how we can get our students and our, when they're practicing out into the communities that need them the most and provide the services in innovative and creative ways that are the way that people want to be treated today. Yeah, meeting them where they are. I love that. Yeah. Skyler Richards, the Vice President of Institutional Advancement at the Norda College of Osteopathic Medicine, uh, a great innovator and a great story uh, here in the state of Utah. Uh, thanks for stopping by today. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, again, that's uh, just part of everything that's happening down here at the Growth and Prosperity Summit. Uh, it's about innovation. It's about thinking different, living different, being different. Uh, Nordic College is part of that story as well. We're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. Much more to come from the summit of Growth and Prosperity here in Utah Valley. Stick around. We'll be right back. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.